Welcome to Dark Side Adventures, an 18 and older, not safe for work podcast where we explore the dark side of sex, the world of kink, fetish, and the BDSM lifestyle. Welcome everybody to episode three of Dark Side Adventures. This is week two. And hopefully after today, we will have some uh, better audio, um, even though I bought a microphone and it was supposed to be here and it's not. <laughs> so it'll show up eventually. Darn Amazon. But I mean, Amazon trucks are usually good about like, you know, get everything delivered and. Uh... It's true. Well, it's like, like I said, it's kind of snowy, so I'm not. I'm not too disappointed. I don't want anyone to get in a trap in a in a crash. Or have anything bad happen. You know how that is. Exactly, exactly. I'm not wishing that on anyone. So um we have yet to post episode two. We should remember to start posting that before we stream. Yeah. Um, <laughs> True. Uh, but this one's actually episode three, which is on consent. Um, pretty excited for that one. We are going to be streaming all of the episodes live from now on, and then we will take the recordings, edit them. We'll put them up on YouTube and SoundCloud and all of that fun stuff on our next day. So like this one, we're recording on Sunday and we will post it on Thursday. All edited and clean. Or as clean as we can get it. Yes, yes. As, as clean as I'm able to get it with my um, novice editing skills. So uh, We all start somewhere. Exactly. It, it's already better. Just wait till you hear the second one. <laughs> <laughs> the first one was bad. Well, okay. Well, today is National Compliment Day. So. It sure is. Uh, compliment everybody in, you know obviously like in your household everybody in your life that you of course love um compliment yeah. people that do you know a lot for you uh if you're feeling extra generous you can compliment the people that don't do a lot for you so yes yes absolutely compliments can make people's day just appreciate the things that you see there's beauty in the world there's good in the world you should have to look for it i appreciate I appreciate you, Coco. I couldn't have been doing this uh, episode three without you. Agreed. I appreciate you, Edwin. You and your OBS that has got us able to stream because my computer could not do it. <laughs> We're live and real. <laughs> it's our first live stream, oh, yeah. and you can probably tell. It was funny. It's like we tried to live stream like last Thursday, and we uh, did. It was what was it like the twenty-four hour rule or or whatever it was like. Yeah, it made us wait. We had to like verify ourselves, and then it said it would take like 24 hours to be able to verify it. And so it wouldn't let us live stream. We had some some issues last week as well. So, but, but here we are. I think, Back yeah, right? I think we figured it out. So. And it only goes up from here. Can't get any worse. <laughs> yeah, let's hope that. <laughs> oh, it better not get any worse. Right. <laughs> so, uh, 
what's been going on with you? Um, not much. I made, I did some cooking in the past couple days. Um, I made, so Friday I had a friend come over and we made like roses out of apple and pie dough. So they were like apple pies that looked like roses. Um, they were super fun. Uh, we made the pie dough, which I'm very impressed with. We, we did not use store-bought. Uh, yeah, it was like a little mini apple pie that tasted like, or that looked like a rose. It was really cool. Damn, and then tonight, cool. I made chicken and rice, which is always delicious. Okay. Little chef there. Yes, I didn't burn anything either. T well, okay, no, I lied. I burned the I burned the roses on accident. We were trying to get them not doughy, and then the bottoms burned a little bit, but only on like three of them. So, I'm almost not counting it. <laughs> hey, hey, I'll take it. I will as well. I'm, I'm pretty happy with it. We didn't burn all of them, and we could, we actually were able to cut off the bottom bits that were burnt, so it was fine. <laughs> it didn't taste burnt. What about you? Any fun, exciting stories from work again? Oh, no, no, nothing crazy, thankfully. Um, uh, I was supposed to have, like, a bunch of stops on Saturday, because usually, like, they make me work, like, every other Saturday, but uh, there wasn't too many stops, thankfully. I had 15 whenever I checked Friday night. I woke up to 10, mm -hmm. and I, I couldn't complain, because I was out of work at, like, noon, so. <laughs> too bad. Well, I guess that depends. When did when did you wake up to go to work? Oh, I I was at my first stop at about like eight o'clock, eight o five. Okay, okay, that's not too bad. No, that was wonderful. It's like, not too I bad. Had, I had the rest of the day to like do whatever I want. I got home at like one o'clock. I ate food. I got fat. You know how that is. <laughs> Sounds delicious. Oh, yeah. Sounds delicious. Um, I'm not like nothing major. Uh, just been trying to like figure out more and more stuff. Obviously for. A podcast that's always like a thing um i'm kind of like trying to actually like figure out should i be like should i should i spend more time on the podcast like uh like one like every like on certain days or maybe like try and knock it out like you know a little bit every day i haven't quite decided yet so no, that's, i i think the same things too i'm like well do i need to spend more on the on the podcast do i am i spending too much Am I obsessed with it? Am I annoying Edwin or anybody else I talk to about it? <laughs> so. <laughs> no, no, there's no, there's no annoyance. This is one of those things. Like, okay. It, it, you know, sometimes like when you're like overdriving and you don't really have to do that much, you know what I mean? Or like, you know, maybe you should be overdriving because you're not doing too much. It's just like, you don't really yeah. know. So. Agreed. Well, I think we've both, I mean, in the past week, we've both learned quite a bit about being podcasters and editors and putting it all together. And I think we've done, I mean, cause you know, neither of us have really ever done this before. I think we've done an okay job and we'll just continue learning and getting better. Agreed. Anybody that says this shit is easy, you lie. <laughs> it, uh, yes. Yes. They are lying through their teeth. So. I wonder if it would, well, I mean, if you have the money to outsource things, it might be a little easier, but it is a two-person show at the moment. Right. So we have not outsourced anything, but 
I don't know. I'm kind of enjoying it. I'm enjoying that it's our baby and our our heart child putting it all together. It's a lot of. It's more of like a sweat baby. It is. Tears, blood, and sweat. Sweat, blood, and tears. I don't know. Whichever way they typically say it. Yeah, blood, sweat, and tears. There we go. I knew it sounded weird when I said it first. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So this article is clearly about establishing consent or what does it mean. And shout out to like everybody in the Marine Corps um, and just those in all of like our, 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 you know, our armed forces. Uh, Agreed. But this one just kind of went out. Uh, It was a while back. Obviously, this is kind of like an old article, but. Says this month, uh, SAPR released a set of comic strips addressing different aspects of consent, uh, featured below the article. And check out these talking points to learn more about consent and why Marines and the general public need to be aware of its tenets. So, consent is an integral part of any relationship, but a must in all sexual relationships. Consent is freely giving. Yeah, consent is freely given agreement to the conduct at issue by a competent person. A lack of expressed consent, either through words or conduct, means there is no consent given. Um, I, I will agree with that, of course. I agree. That's that's a good point there. It's, it's integral in, I like that word, um, it's essential in all relationships, especially a sexual relationship, and it has to be freely given. It can't just be forced and pressured into giving. Agreed. And obviously, like, there's just because somebody doesn't, like, say something uh, doesn't mean that they're actually giving consent. And that's kind of uh, where this one's kind of going. So this is lack of verbal or physical resistance or submission resulting from the use of force, threat of force, or placing another person in fear does not constitute consent. Exactly. You cannot bully somebody into giving the answer that you want. That's not true consent. I like this next one. A current or previous dating or social or sexual relationship by itself or the manner of dress a person does not... Manner of dress of a person does not constitute consent. A sleeping, unconscious, or incompetent person cannot consent. A person's previous sexual action, acts, experience, and or history does not constitute consent. Just because you've had consent and sex before does not mean they consent to have sex with you now. Does not mean they consent to let you ride their scooter. That's what one of the comics is again. So... <laughs> uh. I like comics. So, I no, I really like that one because people really... I've had people be like, well, you said it was fine before, or you did it before. Why don't you want to do it now? And, or you did it with so-and-so. Oh, yeah. Why can't we? The rules are just kind of different for everybody. So let's let's be fair there. Yes. yes. Uh, Would you like to hit the, the, is it the last one here? Uh, I think there's two more. So consent must be given by all parties before any sexual contact. Anyone can withdraw their consent at any point or any reason during the sexual contact. Consent is active and ongoing. 
If there is any doubt about somebody's ability to give or get consent, it's best to wait. All parties must be of legal age to consent. So those are pretty simple and to the point. I agree with all of them and I don't, I feel like there's no expanding on them because they're so to the point. True. So, um, um, and then the last one. Go ahead. You wanna do okay. Healthy relationships and interactions consist of characteristics that are agreed upon by those in the relationship. Examples of characteristics of healthy relationships, interactions include mutual respect, mutual trust, effective communication, and respect for established boundaries. I really like that one Very true. Um, as well. I like all of these. They just kind of build on top of each other. It's a really good article. Um, they're very simple, but it's like it's still effective. Exactly. Well, I I like the you know. You can have relationships that aren't healthy, but like it says, a healthy relationship and healthy interactions have to have that mutual respect, have to have the mutual trust and the effective communication, and you have to have respect for the boundaries that you've established and respect for yourself to establish those boundaries. And I feel like when somebody ignores those or somebody tramples over the boundaries that really just shows that it's not a healthy interaction and you'll want to see if you should really think to yourself is is this like a a once over where they were in a bad mood and they they still did wrong but it's something you can forgive them for is this something that's happens all the time is this something that you know shows that they really don't care how i am and and to be to kind of clear that up too there's a difference between pushing your limits and pushing boundaries like agreed i mean you're gonna push your limits obviously to like you know if you're trying to if there's something you're trying to complete and you know you're trying to get over you know what you consider a hump that's definitely pushing you know pushing your limit but pushing your boundary is like if once again like if you say no it's no that you know anything beyond that like even trying physical force or um you know like humiliation uh, you know, unless you're into that thing, but, uh, you know, that's, that's definitely like, you know, pushing a boundary and that's, that's not something anybody should do. Once you set them, clearly they're there for you because it's, you know, you basically negotiated with yourself. This is what I'm willing to do and this is what I won't, you know, tolerate. So don't let anybody actually like, you know, push that boundary just because of, uh, you know, their, their wants, or I guess in their case, their needs per quote unquote. Don't let people guilt you into that. There's, you're right, Edwin. There's, there's a huge difference between. Sorry, I was making lots of noise. I had to plug my laptop in. Oh, you um, but there's a huge difference between pushing boundaries that you have, you've set to keep you safe and pushing limits, because you can push the limit of what you find comfortable by going on a walk for a mile longer, or you can push a boundary where you say. I am not ever going swimming and somebody pushes you into the pool or something like that. I know that was a very simple thing, but that's, they're very different. Mm -hmm. and, so. and that's the thing kind of like about BDSM is like a lot of terms kind of seem the same and they kind of overlap sometimes, but they are, they, they are still different. Exactly. They may, you may look them up and they're cinnamon or synonyms to each other, but they have a different meaning in the BDSM and kink world. 
Uh, if anybody actually wants to check out the rest of this article, uh, we'll put a link, of course, below. It's got a few, uh, just a few good comic strips, just to kind of, you know, just easy references, I should say, as far as yeah. consent for what we. Yeah. Think. I like, I like the comics. My my favorite one's the top one. It's these two guys are, are uh, looks like they're at a gym, um, but one guy's standing there on his phone wearing a jersey. And this other guy walks up and just tackles him. And the Jersey guys was like, hey, what was that for? And the other guy was like, you're wearing a jersey. You were asking for it. And then the, and the last one says, clothing does not establish consent. So I just like that one because that's, that's something I hear a lot from, um, from people like, if you hear somebody was raped and they were wearing, they had been to a club and were wearing what would be considered risque clothes. Oh, she was asking for it. She was asking for it. No, she was wearing clothes to go have fun. And she did not ask to be raped. She did not ask to be sexually assaulted. She did not ask to be hurt. So I really like that one. It just. And like we said, there's, there's good other... point other comics in here so y'all can check it out on your uh yeah there's four comments 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 comics jeez there's four comics there go take a look at them they're kind of cool i like they're an easy way especially if you want to talk to your kids about consent because it's it's never too early to talk about consent very true um i think they're a good way to talk to them about it without getting overly complicated All right. and then we have one more article yes i'm just gonna go over it's the four rules of consent um it's by so it's called the four rules of sexual consent it's by michael kaufman um and it's from way back in 2013 um i am just it's a good article if you want to sit and read the whole thing. It's pretty short, but I'm just going to go over the four rules really quick because um, I think we kind of cover, we'll cover them more in depth in the podcast. So, um, rule number one is when it comes to sex, only yes means yes. Maybe doesn't mean yes. I guess so doesn't mean yes. Let's see what happens doesn't mean yes. And no never means yes. They give a sample that says, hey, do you want to tear off our clothes and have sex? Yeah, that sounds cool. That is consent. So, uh, Rule number two, it's a responsibility to know if you have consent. Um, they give an example. I agreed. They give an example that says, if you a cop pulls you over when you're speeding, it doesn't help to say, Officer, I didn't know there was a speed limit. Ditto with sex. Whether it's kissing someone, filling them up, or going all the way, it's your responsibility to learn the other person's limits, and it's their responsibility to learn yours. You can't just believe they want to do what you're asking. You've got to know for sure. And remember, it's not her responsibility to say no. It's your responsibility to know she says yes, and vice versa very true yeah uh, that's that's a really good one uh, rule number three nothing you've already done gives you permission to do the next thing 
That, Amen. Man, this is actually kind of a big one, and not even just here in Kink, but just like dating and relationships, you know, is a big one as well. So, but absolutely. But to just kind of follow up on it, it says you're kissing like you're mad. She's totally into it. That must mean it's okay to get your hands under her shirt. Uh-uh, wrong. You've got your clothes off and you're all over each other. That must mean it's okay to have intercourse, right? Wrong. Wrong. <laughs> so that's just kind of one of those things. Like, uh, you know, I, I, I kind of have like a mini story for that too. But like. Um, story time. Oh, no. So there's, <laughs> oh, man. So there's this chick that like, uh, you know, I was, um, was kind of seeing for, for a little while. Uh I shouldn't even say, like, seeing like that. It was kind of like, you know, we liked each other, and there was, like, obviously, like, tension there. And so I went over to her house one night, and, you know, I had been drinking, and she had been drinking as well. And, you know, like, I'm just kind of chilling on the couch, and then, like, she's, like, in her room, like, doing something. And so I'm just kind of, like, laying on the bed, and all of a sudden, she, like, climbs on top of me. She starts, like, you know, biting my lip and biting my neck. So I'm assuming, like, okay, well, this is going to go on. Uh-uh. I stuck. The most I could do is maybe stick my hand up her shirt, and there was no way, uh, you know, we were going to knock boots, uh, in that apartment that night, and you know, for the, for the for the while there, I, I couldn't understand why, but that was another thing about kind of like where I, you know, realized that it was more about consent right there, where you know I wanted to do all this stuff and I was trying, but there there was no consent there, so that could have definitely ended up bad had it have you know had she have not. Uh, taken so kindly to it that's true i'm glad that you realized that some people don't they just think that like oh she invited me over into her bed or she took off her clothes that must mean whatever so it says here in the article it says the truth is that unless you you're involved in a regular relationship you and have already worked out a set of rules every time you go to a new level you've got to get consent mm-hmm. so yeah and you know some it yeah it can sometimes break the flow if you are making out and the shirt's off and you want to go for the pants and you have to ask but it's better to have that consent and to kind of step back from that than to not have that consent and have it become an issue mm-hmm. so i think i think that's one thing about kink and negotiating and kink is that that all happens before and that all should happen all the negotiation of what's going to happen should come before everything gets heated very true and you know obviously like the best like the best partners or the best scenes are usually the ones that are worked out way before the scene even happens so agreed yeah there's no questioning there's you know just kind of reiterating what you're saying so there's there's no questions or any like it's it's almost like you don't have to think about it and that's always nice you can just do you know yes yes and that i mean that helps the flow but if you haven't negotiated it out then definitely ask but i mean and there's ways you can make it sexy there's ways you can do it without breaking the flow but you definitely need to ask and get that consent. Whether you be a female or a male, whether you be non-binary, whether you be gender fluid, you need to ask your partner and and you need to negotiate that. Very true. 
And last but not least, the uh, rule number four, which I think all of us, um, uh, well, not everybody drinks or have done any type of like, you know, mind altering substances, but um, I think this is kind of hit all of us. So it kind of hits home for all of us, uh, whether it be, so. you know, out at a bar or even like, you know, your college days or maybe, you know, some kids start young back in high school drinking, you know, their parents stash. Stuff like that. It says, if you're drunk out of your mind, you can't give consent. Well, it says can't give or get consent, which is true. Like, there's no if ands, or buts a way around that. Like, um, you know, like, in real estate, they're always, like, you know, they're always talking about, like, you know, signing contracts, you know, under duress. You know, is that void or voidable? There's not even, like, uh, <laughs> it's not even a question if it's completed or not. But um, it's kind of kind of like that where... You know, if you're under any type of substances or anything like that, uh, there, there's no there's no way, no possible way. That's like saying like, hey, it's you know, you're about to get a bonus at work or you're about to get this new job. You go in there drunk from like a night of drinking uh, the night before. Obviously, you go in there and you sign mm -hmm. the contract. Let's just say you definitely did yourself a, a disservice. Agreed. Well, I like that it points out that you can't give or get consent because the other person, you know, you could, you could be drunk out of your mind and be like, yeah, let's have sex, let's have sex, let's have sex. And the other person can be sober and can take advantage of that. So you can't get consent from somebody if they're too drunk to be able, it's, just, it's impossible to have informed consent if you're too drunk or stoned to completely know what you're doing. And I like that. Those are the two articles that we really liked this week, um, and we just wanted to share them with you. But there'll be obviously the the link uh, or in the description down below. You might as well check them out for yourselves, or you know maybe share them with your friends, or even if y'all, you and your partner, or even like some kink friends, you know want to discuss. You know it wouldn't be a bad idea. There's never an, a wrong time to talk about consent ever. Agreed. Consent is always a topic to discuss. So, um, I'd say we can move on to our topic, but we're kind of already on it. Yeah, um, we're just <laughs> essentially everything's just, gonna overlap, right? We're just gonna continue moving on to the non-article part of the topic. Um. We have picked out four points that we kind of wanted to hammer home on consent um, and kind of just go into a little more detail about them and why we think they're important. Um, should we give them the points first or should we give them as we go? Um, probably just as we go. We'll just make it easy. Okay. Sounds good. Do you want to start or do you want me to? Um, I'll start. I'll give it a crack this time. Okay. Uh, Go for it. It says why verbal consent is important. Um, let me see. Where, where should I start this? Okay. Before you... Before you do anything, like you personally as a person, before you do anything, you've kind of already talked to yourself about, once again, like what you're willing to do, what you're not willing to do, what kind of person you are, um, things that you would accept right or deem um appropriate all right well mm -hmm. without realizing that for yourself 
there's no possible way I feel like you can give somebody else consent to do something. I mean, I understand people do things that you didn't think you would like, but what if they did something that you didn't think you would like and then realize that you don't like it and then they're still doing it. Now it's kind of like you can't really go back on it. You know what I mean? I mean, wrong. You can always go back on it, but I get what you're saying. Sometimes you feel guilty whether that you sh that you're like, oh, I already said yes, it's fine, but I don't want to ruin the moment or in this, like in the whole scene or whatever, because I suddenly don't like it. That's very true. Um, but that's why, at least like, it's kind of like how it seemed, because it's almost like you know you let this person do it. Now it's like, like you said, you kind of just feel guilty about them not being able to do it. So you just do it to, quote unquote, make them happy. You know what I mean? Exactly. So Well, that's, that's really true. And like, even in non-sexual situations, like if somebody wants to go watch a movie that you have absolutely no interest in, and in fact, you loathe it, you think it's the worst video it, like movie in the world, you hate the topic of it, you're against whatever or if you're vegan and somebody's trying to push you to eat meat or oh, yeah. the other way around if you're a meat eater and somebody's trying to push you to eat a vegan a vegan meal and they're like here try it try it try it try it and you just kind of wear down over them pushing so much that's not really consent it's kind of you know when it's finally like fine i'll try it it's more to get them off your back than it is that you actually want to try it or you actually want to go watch that movie so that's why getting that verbal consent and listening to that verbal consent is so important i think we should probably do a show on that as well like not just like verbal communication but like actually like active listening to your partner like hearing their wants and needs versus it just kind of being like a pass-through Agreed. Hang on, let me get my pen. I'll write it down. So we remember. Add it to the list. Add it to the list. Y'all, we sat and went over topics for this season because we want to do 24 hours of key in our first season. We want to give you 24 hours. If you were to listen to us from the beginning to the end of the whole season, you could listen for 24 hours straight. And so we were going over topics because we didn't want to announce that. Sorry, I kind of announced it, but we didn't want to announce it before we found enough topics. And we could probably give you 48 hours <laughs> at least and still have some. Um, but we had what 60 topics, yeah, it was like 60 or something ridiculous, yeah, and it was. It was, we were both went with 30 topics. We're like, well, let's do 30 and we'll just do what we overlap. <laughs> and then <laughs> we didn't overlap very much. No, definitely not. We just kind of added things to the week, but uh, it's going to exactly. be, it's kind of hard because like we, we want the show to be like um, short, but still like effective and even like chopping it up is still hard too. So um, it is. Well, I didn't want this to be like every other like podcast where these guys are going on for like two and a half hours, just like Ooh. essentially just rambling. And that's what I'm trying to avoid here. Like that's why we kind of keep the show like it's structured. It, or, well, it does. It might not seem structured, but hopefully it does. 
um, it's structured enough to where it's like we can get in, say what we need to say, provide the message, and then get out. Agreed. Agreed. We want we want to be able to bring a point to you and then encourage you to go look up, continue looking it up on your own. Because that's what we're doing. Every, every We're studying. Go ahead. I just I just was ending it there. We're studying. You should too. <laughs> Agreed. Every day is kind of like a learning lesson, but the more yeah. and more like, you know, you learn like everybody does kink every day and everybody feels like they're a know it all, but I can tell you right now, every time you pick up a book, you're gonna learn something new. You know, every time you read about a subject, even in kink, I promise you, you're probably gonna learn something new. Or, you know, just something that you may have forgotten. Stuff like that. So that's what you always wanted to be doing because the moment that, like you said, it was that old quote the moment you stop learning, you start dying. You start dying. <laughs> oh, I, I found out who that was and now I don't remember. I want to say, <laughs> I'm going to Google it. Um, but actually, I found out a couple people have said it and I was trying to find who the first person said it. They, there's been a few different iterations of it. Um, let's see. The moment the first man you to do stop it. learning quote. Um, okay, so the first one. Um, so Albert Einstein said it. Once you stop learning, you start dying. Um, Travis Town, who is a teacher, a history teacher, uses a variation of that quote. Never be afraid to learn something. Because the moment you stop lear learning is the moment you start dying. Um, and who else says that? Robert T. Kiyosaki? Uh, Robert Kiyosaki, yeah. Uh, there we go. Financial investor. He's, um, got a, he's got a couple shows, but I'm in the financial markets. That's why. Rick Warren has apparently said it. Um, yeah, so quite a few people have said it, but it looks like it came from Albert Einstein first. All right, Einstein, um, you did you did us a favor with that quote. Shout out to you, you sir. You sure did. He was probably kinky back then too. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> wild ass hair. Uh, he was probably having some wild ass sex, like. Okay. Well, topic number two is consent is more than a yes and no. It's an actual conversation. There are times. Let me preface this. There are times where yes and no are an entire sentence. And that's okay. But a lot of times, a conversation is needed. A whole conversation of, this is what I want to do and why. And if the answer is still no, that's fine. But have that conversation of, especially in like the kink world, if you're playing with a partner in more than just like a, a pickup scene, have that conversation of why it's a no or why it's a yes or you know, um, there's a lot of times I get like a knee-jerk reaction master will bring something up and I'm like no and then I'm like well maybe <laughs> and so we have that conversation of well why is it suddenly a no why why is that your knee-jerk reaction is it actually a no? And so it leads us down to, and sometimes it is actually a no, but it leads us down a path of discovery and learning. And that's where we push our comfort limit 
and not, you know, the boundaries that we've set up. Um, I agree with you. Um, yeah. You know, like, consent, um, consent to me, and this is to kind of go on with, with uh, you know, consent is more than a yes or no. It's an actual conversation. Consent is like floors of a building. So at the first floor, you know, there's certain things that you want to do that you'll give consent for. No, no matter what, no problem. And, you know, there's just things that you like you see or that you really want to do in kink that you're just like, all right, gung ho, I'm going to do it without, you know, realistically establishing consent. What if it's, you know, you want to do needle play, but, you know, the, the top wanted to, you know, ha the top's used to having, you know, naked subs or, you know, subs with obviously like. Uh, small amounts of clothes and you don't feel comfortable with that well that's something that you need to you know prepare for um and let them know that that is something that you are willing to do or if you don't feel comfortable that's something that you're not willing to do so you might have to just slow slowly move through the floors of consent um rather than just doing it because it's something that you want to or, or that that you feel you want to do at the time does that make sense that's a good way to put it because there can, and then it kind of goes into our next point too, um, but somebody could be like, oh, I want to do needle play, to go off of your example, or I want to do, um, I want I want to do impact play, is probably another good example, and well, yes, I want to do an impact scene, but what do I want to be impacted with? How many needles do I want to use? How many, you know, do I want stingy? Do I want study? Do I want to be hung by, by needles? Or do I just want to be punctured by needles? I haven't done needle play, so I don't know. I don't know. I don't know the terms of that next yet. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, impact play, do I, do I want to be naked? Do I want to overclose? Do I want to over my panties? Do I want, um, do I want bruises? Where do I want bruises? Do I want, you know, there's there's more than just, especially in kink, there's more than just, yes, I want to have an impact scene. There's, you've, you've got to travel those floors and those stairs. I like that, that analogy. You have to travel those floors and take the stairs until you've had that entire conversation of what that means to somebody. What does an impact scene mean? What is... What does fire play mean to you? What is, what is pet play? What is, you know, power exchange to you? What is, what is DS to you? What is, what is a relationship to you? Are we poly? Are we mono? You have to have those conversations to really dig, dig to the depth to make sure you guys are on the same page rather than just a, yes, I want to do that. And, and to even like, you know, flip it on the other side too, like the, if, if let's say, and I always say this from like you know a top or like a dominant like position. Sometimes I'll switch it up, but um, obviously, like if your sub doesn't want to do something and it's something that you want to do, like you can't really let that hurt your ego. You know what I mean? Like don't let something like that, especially that's that is basically the the prime example of consent right there. Like it's something that you want to do as a dom, but your sub doesn't want to do it. Uh, that that is basically consent right there where you're gonna have to figure out like okay well one am I gonna be happy about this whole you know dynamic even though I can't do 
this little small thing because I don't have consent for it. But who's to say, you know, she won't give you consent for it, you know, later on. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, it's just kind of one of those things where if you're willing to, you know, that's kind of a communication thing, too, to like talk about, like, are you willing to, you know, grow past your limits or are you looking to, you know, like we were saying, like, you know, like extend your limits, per se, push those limits. Agreed. And then, Agreed. Well, let's. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Continue. And then I'll hit my point. Oh, yeah. No, I was just saying that, um, you know, once you're willing to do that, uh, you know, that's that that'll definitely like help with, you know, your I guess the, the emotional issue as far as them wanting to do something. But um, all in all. Uh, you know, you just have to respect the other person's wishes and boundaries, and you know, if it's not going to work out, hey, it's not going to work out. You know, uh, but who's to say at a later date that you know, if y'all got together, well, maybe that's one of her. You know, maybe she's already pushed past that limit and she's willing to do it. So that's all I was going to say. Agreed. Agreed. I was just going to kind of point out the soft limits and the hard limits. Well, is that a soft limit right now? And it's just something we're going to continue to build up to. Or is that a hard limit that we're just going to stop, drop the conversation and move on because that's not something for Um And, you know, having that conversation. And it might be that it's a hard limit for you right now because I don't, you don't know enough or I don't know enough or I don't know you enough as my partner to be able to consent to that because I'm not informed enough on what it means. And that's where that conversation is. Again, of okay, we need to learn some more, so let's have a conversation of what you need to learn and where to learn it and what I know about it. And I, I feel like that goes right into like the next topic too. It does. It does. It's established a shared the language ne- to talk about desires and sex before, during, and after a scene. That's. I really like this one because I. Kind of like I shared in the last episode, which you all haven't heard because we haven't posted yet. <laughs> um, <laughs> but the first time I played with Master, um, so it a pretty, let me start this way, a pretty typical, very normal, um, safe word in dungeons and in public spaces is red. Red means stop, it means no more, it means we're done. Um, and then they'll use yellow for kind of a slowdown. I'm not liking that thing, but I don't want it in the scene, or I think I'm having too much of that. Let's try something else. Or I didn't like that toy and I, that we negotiated and I said, well, I wanted to try. Don't use that one again. Try something else. And then green's like, yeah, I'm good to go. And so they call it the stoplight system. However, the first time I, and it, it's, very well known. If you go to any dungeon or public play space and you say, you know, I want to use the stoplight system, most people will know what it is without batting an eye. However, when I negotiated with Master, he knew what it was, but he still clarified and said, okay, you want to use red for stop and yellow for slowdown rather than just assuming we meant the same thing. Yeah. And it's, it's another thing, like, most people use the word kitty for a female vagina. Oh. However, I have a friend who uses the word kitty for her breasts. So if she says, yeah, I want to do impact on my kitties, 
you better know which kitty she's talking about. <laughs> exactly. So, and if you just need to make sure that the language you are using is very clear to your partner. You need to, if it's, if it's not the female anatomy word, you need to make sure that you either use that female anatomy word, or if you prefer a different word, show them where you mean. Um, or again, with, with the impact play. Okay, well, are we using whips, floggers, hands, paddles, crops? There's so much more to an impact play scene than just impact. There's so many impact tools. Do you want to go hard? Again, with the bruises, you know. Sorry, I'm, I'm on my pedestal. I'll, I'll step off my soapbox. <laughs> no, no, you're 100% right. Like, um, there, let me see. There, there's always a shared language, and that's why they always talk about like communication is important on like many, many fronts. But I mean, being with somebody or, you know, having a dynamic, you start to kind of develop a, a shared language. Like you know, like you were talking about with that lady talk, calling it her kitty. Well, her dominant already knew what the kitty was supposed to be versus you know trying to um, assume <laughs> what it was. So. You know, once you establish like a shared language, especially with your partner or even with like friends of, of kink or in general, you know, that that's that's always good before you do anything. So, I mean, like, for instance, like inviting a friend to a party, right? Uh, people usually have, you know, play parties or they'll have, you know, get together, uh, kinky get togethers. Well, it, it doesn't. What if you told one of your friends, right? Hey, I'm going to a party Saturday night. You want to come? Well, you didn't clarify to your friend that it was a kinky party. You just said, hey, we're going to a party. Do you want to come? So your friend is probably thinking, hey, you know, if it's a dude, he's going to get his, you know, his nice pants on. He's going to get his button up, you know, and probably going to go pick up like a six pack or something. And if it's a girl, she's going to have her nice dress, maybe her heels or wedges, whatever it is. And they're going to this party, assuming that, hey, it's just a regular drinking, hanging out party. And they walk in and somebody's getting beat from the St. Andrew's cross. You got another lady over here on the on the spanking bench, you know, hollering for Jesus. Uh, <laughs> and you got somebody in the corner in the cage. Right. And your friend walks in and be like, wait, I thought you said this was a party. And you look at him and be like, yeah, this is a party. And this you, is a party. You see the problem. So now, you know, what your friend was obviously happy before now walking into the situation. How do you think they feel? So exactly. not only, I mean, you got consent, but you got the wrong kind of consent. Either that like you didn't, and you didn't give the details. And I think that's probably the biggest thing. Exactly. Well, that, that your, your example just flashed me back to your, your story in the first episode of where you found somebody that was looking for group play. Oh yeah. <laughs> and you're like, okay, let's go play some games. And they're like, oh no, we just want a third to have sex with. Well, you didn't have the shared language at that point to know what you were trying to consent to. Yep. And I mean, I gave so. that consent. I was coming over, but I didn't know it was, I was going to need that kind of consent. Exactly. Exactly. And it sounds like, I mean, in that situation, they did what was, because group play is a pretty popular way to say you're looking for somebody else to have sex with your with your you and your partner however 
definitely should have clarified, but it sounds like once you got there, they they did clarify and they waited for that correct kind of consent before they moved on with the group play. Yeah, very true. And like I, I mean, like I was saying before, it kind of took two hours before it was like, all right, it is what it is. So yeah, so but that's that's why having that shared language and being able to have that discussion before and during and after a scene and sex and a party or wherever you're going is so important because little words could mean something else. And it's like we were saying earlier, like between boundaries and limits, there's just because they're a synonym in the regular world doesn't mean they're the exact same thing in a kink world or in sex. Very true. So, well, uh, I mean, for the most part, that kind of completes the the topic. No, did we did we hit the third one or did we skip? I, I thought we did hit the the third one. Know your wants and limits and be able to verbalize them. Yeah, we. I thought we did. I mean, I guess we just didn't ever read the the title we had put to it. Oh, uh, so. I, I mean, so those three titles that we had, we'll just read them off again. We've kind of hit every point in there. Um, it was the four points for why verbal consent is important. Mm-hmm. Consent is more than a yes and a no. It's an actual conversation. It is. Know your own wants and limits. And be able to verbalize them. Establish shared language to talk about desires and sex before, during, and after a scene or sex. Very true. Um, and consent is important, y'all. And, you know, if uh, I, I like everyday kind of like progression. So, I mean, uh, a good way to look at it is go ask your, uh, you know, your other half of your dynamic. Ask them, you know, if there's anything that they've needed to clarify or, you know, maybe I should have like a good old sit down of, you know, maybe the wants and, you know, the actual limits because. Some people do them and they don't ever change them. So, you know, you don't really know what to work on if you're not really tracking it. So, Agreed. Agreed. In fact, I was talking to my sister the other day um, about her relationship. And she really loves her relationship. But she was saying something. And I was like, well, wasn't that a boundary you had established before? Why are you suddenly ignoring it? And she went, oh, you're right. As our relationship changed, something that was a boundary and is still an established a boundary I want to keep established has kind of fallen to the wayside because we got so excited over things. Mm-hmm. So having that going back and having that conversation and revisiting is important. So, yeah, I mean, even like this, I'm not even gonna lie. Like this, uh, this one is kind of like, I feel like even I've been lacking as far as like, you know, consent and whatnot. So, you know, maybe it's kind of something I need to go over with, you know, my submissive about, you know, of course, I know like wants and needs, but I, I never want to like put anybody in that weird position. You know what I mean? Exactly. Exactly. So I found I found this meme the other day that I really liked, um, and it's a picture of French fries uh-huh. and it says it says consent. And then it uh, well, it's, it's about consent, but it breaks fries down into What's it called? An acronym? Mm-hmm. Um, and it says consent. Freely given, reversible, informed, enthusiastic, and specific. Yep. And I really like that because those 
to simplify it all down, those are all really important things. It definitely has to be freely given. Somebody can't coerce, coerce you into it. You can change your consent at any time. Don't let yourself or anyone else guilt you for that. Um, be informed about what you're consenting to, whether it be going to a kink party or eating a brownie that has pot in it. Whatever it is, make sure you're informed. Or, yeah, yeah. I, I so marijuana is legal up here in Michigan, and um, I was I walked into a store the other day. And I was like, oh, those look really good. And then there I noticed the big sign that said um, 18 older, like, telling me that there was pot in it. And I was like, oh, I don't like pot. It gives me anxiety. I end up in hospitals. I, I don't want those brownies anymore. I'm glad there was a big sign. So. It gave you the option. You gave it no consent. And the transaction didn't happen. Exactly. Exactly. I was informed of what was going on. So, and then, you know, just if you're going to consent to something, and I mean, enthusiastic consent doesn't mean you need to like jump up and down and be like, like the Mario, the Mario, like, yippee, like just, and I mean, there's going to be things that you're going to consent to, like, okay, you clean the bathroom and I'll go scoop the dog poo. Like, you're not going to be super enthusiastic about that. <laughs> True. But but you still want to make sure that you're consenting to something that there's an important reason behind your consenting. There's, you're, you're, you're freely giving that consent. You're not being coerced and it's not because you feel guilty. You're enthusiastic, meaning... You have weighed your options, and this is your your better option. Very true. And then be specific about where you're consenting to. Just like Edwin, he didn't know until he was already at the house what group play meant. Surprise! Surprise! <laughs> well, I'm still stuck on that. Makes me giggle. Oh man, I, I'm sure I'll be thinking of more stories as you know the. <laughs> on but we are gonna go ahead and i guess kind of wind it down here any final remarks or anything um do anything get consent just because I, i'm gonna put it out there again just because it might break the mood to ask if you can take somebody's pants off or somebody's shirt off or have sex with them because you're making out and it's already hot and steamy you can make it sexy you can say, I would really, like, I'd really love to take your pants off now. You would look so sexy. Or whatever. You can find a way to not break the mood while still getting consent. And if you break the mood by getting consent and that person's upset about it, that's not the person you want to be dealing with because they won't take your consent serious. Very true. That's what I'm going to leave with. All right. Um, I'm just going to leave it with um, consent. It doesn't matter which way you you put it. It could be in the kink world. It could be in your everyday life. Shit, it could be with your family. Um, consent is huge, and don't don't waver uh, on you know what you will and what you won't do. Um, if no is no, then let no be no. Um, 
But if it's um, something that you don't mind doing, uh, just make sure that obviously like you read up on it, know the safety, so then that way you're consenting first with yourself, so then you can consent with other people and that you know that, okay, this is once again a yes or a no ordeal. So um, I, I'd probably say wants are like wants are like the colors to a coloring book, but the lines are like consent is the best way to put it for me. I like it. I like it. Your wants and your limits are the coloring book. But consent is the is the crayons. Consent's the lines. So Consent's uh, the lines. Uh well, on that note, uh my name is Edwin. And I'm Coco. And, and this has been Dark Side Adventures. Episode three, yes, ma'am. Um uh shameless plug of course. Uh, yes, don't forget those. Yeah, <laughs> it's a must now. Y'all can find us on SoundCloud, uh, where we should have we should have all the episodes up there here pretty soon. The first episode is still up there, so y'all can go check that out if you already haven't. Um, and that's of course Dark Side Adventures on SoundCloud. You can also find us Dark Side Adventures on YouTube now with the very first live stream. So thank y'all for being with us for this one. And of course, if you have any questions. Or any ideas for the show or any articles you want to submit, you all can do that and send that to us at rdarksideadventures at gmail.com. And am I forgetting anything? You did also have a Twitter. Oh, shit. Um, <laughs> yes. We ventured onto Twitter. We're still learning it. So uh, keep some pray. Uh, keep some prayers going for us that we figure it out. It is Dark S Adventures. Yeah, some some asshole already took dark side. So, uh, no, we just didn't have. There wasn't enough spaces. Uh, it only let us have fifteen. I, I would have just assumed like a Star Wars fan or somebody from Star Wars, but <laughs> no, Twitter apparently just has character restrictions on everything. <laughs> so, so those are our shameless plugs. Feel free to uh, reach out to us in the comments, or if you aren't out to your friends and family, don't feel comfortable commenting in. The comments, give us an email. Send us a thing on Twitter. Yeah, let us can you DM on YouTube? I don't know. Uh, can you DM on YouTube? I don't think so. No. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I think you can DM on Twitter. We're still figuring things out. Yeah. Uh, well, can you? Yeah, you can DM on Twitter, right? I, I, I'm pretty sure. Uh, I'm pretty sure. Send, <laughs> send that DM on Twitter. So, Help us figure it out, y'all. Yes, yes. All right. Well, we are gone, and we will see y'all next time. Adios. Bye. Thank you for joining us for another adventure of learning and growth. New episodes posted every Thursday and Sunday evenings. Please comment below or email us at rdarksideadventures at gmail.com with your favorite moments from the show and any other kinks or fetishes we should explore. Thank you for watching, and see you next time.